the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. After the Sabbath, after the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. The appearance of the angel was like lightning and its clothing white as snow. For fear of the angel, the guards shook and became as if dead. But the angel said to the women, do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So the women left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said greetings and they came to him, took hold of his feet and worshiped him. Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, for they will see me there. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Okay, so... This was so fun during the Easter Vigil last night and even during the beginning of our service this morning that I want to try it again because Michelle has gotten to have all the fun so far, so I want some for myself. So I want to hear you during this opening call and response, so I'm going to invite you again to unmute yourself. So go ahead and do that. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Risen indeed, hallelujah. I'm going to do is I'm going to check that one off of my sermon to-do list here. 
Number one, I had open with Hallelujah, Christ is Risen, check. I have number two here to say it a second Peter, time. Can you turn it up a little bit? Check. I have number three here. Say it a third time. Check, check, and check. With that, it looks like I am off to a good start with my sermon to-do list. And I have that with me because this is my first ever Easter Sunday sermon. And I want to make sure I get it right. I want to make sure that I dot all my I's and cross all my T's. And while I'm definitely excited and definitely a bit nervous as well to be preaching my first ever Easter Sunday sermon, I do have to admit it's surreal to be preaching it from here, sitting alone in my guest bedroom of our apartment. And I'm preaching to you through the camera on my computer. Never in a million years would I have predicted that this would be the way that I preach my first Easter Sunday sermon, but here we are. And I guess I could say this, that it's definitely a sermon that I will never forget preaching. Wow, what strange times we find ourselves in these days. Our churches this morning on Easter Sunday are as empty as the tomb of Jesus. And while we normally find ourselves together, in those light-filled sanctuaries, dressed in our Easter Sunday's best. We're instead today tuned in from afar, safely, in our light-filled apartments and homes and other dwelling places. Some of us may be even still dressed in our PJs. And I'm not sure if you're joining our Easter service live stream this morning because you found it or because it found you by way of invitation or social media or even our e-news. But no matter what way you find yourself here, and no matter what state of mind you find yourself in, or even what state of dress you find yourself here today, I want to say that you are so, so welcome in this virtual sacred space. And especially on this Easter Sunday morning, the morning we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, I want you to know that you didn't just find yourself on our live stream today, but you have been found this Easter Sunday by God's divine love. On this morning of all mornings, after the lentiest Lent that ever Lented, we can pause and we can rest in that divine love that has sought us out and found us in Christ's resurrection. And being found, this is one of the major themes in this morning's story. If we look back at the gospel story we just heard from Matthew, it's not actually about what Mary Magdalene and the other Mary find when they arrive at the empty tomb. But on this Easter morning, it's about them being found by a divine love in the form of the resurrected Jesus who meets them as they are running to tell the other disciples about the empty tomb. And it's at this part in the story that I think we just have to laugh a little bit. Jesus, after being crucified and died and buried, he just shows up. And the first words that he shares with the women is, greetings. Like, what? These women are feeling a mixture of fear and joy, and they are running with such vigor to share this miraculous news of the empty tomb with their friends. 
they're probably all out of breath and their hearts are pounding from all of the excitement and running. And all of a sudden, here's Jesus meeting them in that moment with a casual but exuberant greetings. I don't know. I just can't help but chuckle at that a bit. But I think Jesus' friendly greeting, it speaks to something deep. Because when we, like Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, are running ragged, disoriented by all that we expected to find but didn't, it's in those moments where we are running and out of nowhere, God's divine love just shows up and finds us. Sometimes even with a simple, friendly greeting. There are even moments like this where we might not recognize God's divine love when it appears because it comes to us and greets us like it never left. In those moments when we are found by God's divine love, don't be surprised if it just shows up and says to you informally, but excitedly, hey, what's up? Greetings. Dear people, this Easter morning, is a time for us to be reminded that we too have been found by God's divine love. Wherever you are watching from, no matter the last time was that you left your house, no matter the last time was that you put on real pants, I did. God's divine love has found you just where you are, just as you are. During this season of Lent, we read a book with our friends from Holy Family Lutheran Church called One Coin Found. And this is a memoir by a queer pastor named Emmy Kegler. And in her memoir, Reverend Emmy talks about how God's love found her. And she relates to the parable of the lost coin, this image of God as a woman who is belly down on the ground, desperately searching under each chair and rug, inspecting each crack of the floorboards. It's not an image of God that we will likely hear in any of our Easter hymns this morning where we sing of God as a triumphant, victorious king. But both in the resurrection and in the image of the desperate, searching woman, God is showing us that there is no limit to the places or lengths that God will go to to find us and to save us. Especially in this time of pandemic, when it feels like we've lost so much, or maybe even we ourselves feel lost. Reverend Emmy in her memoir reminds us that God's divine love never stops looking for us. She says this, we have been and are and will be found in such a myriad of ways. But always, 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 love is seeking us. She then ends her book with these words and with this challenge, dare to be found. Dare to be found. That's an important aspect of our good news this Easter. Because like the Marys who went to the tomb this morning, they weren't hiding out. 
they dared to be found. And as a result, they were found. And then they became the first messengers of the good news that we are all found by God's divine love, which rose from the dead and is alive in the world still today. God's divine love is desperately seeking us out. And we can experience that love fully when we dare to be found. But that's definitely easier said than done. The temptation for us is to go back into hiding, especially once the social distancing guidelines someday soften like the ground in springtime. It still might feel safer to just stay isolated, to hide ourselves from a world that might judge us to hide ourselves from the pain of others, to hide ourselves from the potential hurt that we risk experiencing if we dare to be found. But dear people, Christ rose from the dead to liberate us from our captivity, to bring us into the fullness of God's family and to be found by God's divine love over and over and over again. The Marys have shown us this morning what it looks like to dare to be found. And they were found. Because the first thing that the risen Jesus does is to go and find others to invite into this life of divine love. A life of love that death cannot destroy. This morning is your reminder that you have already been found by God's divine love. But it's also your invitation to live into God's Easter liberation and to dare to be found again and again by God's divine love. So before I finish this sermon, let me just quickly check my sermon to-do list and make sure I've got everything checked off. And it looks like I only had one more box to check and that is to preach good news. And I'm just gonna go ahead and check that one because I know I've said it already, but I'll say it again. The good news this Easter is that we can stop striving to find God's love for us because God's divine love has already found us. It's a divine love that Reverend Emmy says stretches to the margins because it's invitational, it's merciful, it heals us. It comes close to us, it's expansive, and it's unconditional, but yet has expectations of us. That's the divine love that finds us this morning. There are no margins to the, there are no margins of our existence that God